Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever Illustrated Agile podcast. My name is Len Ligesty, and I'm an Agile coach and blogger at the Illustrated Agile blog, and now maybe a podcaster, but uh, who knows, maybe I'll fire myself after this first episode. Anyway, the blog recently had its five-year anniversary last month, started blogging in 2011, and I figured it's time to maybe spice things up just a little bit and give this podcast thing a try. I've never done a podcast before, so I think I'm going to experiment with four episodes over the next four weeks to add just a little flavor to the blog post I'll publish each week. I haven't done very well with the frequency of my blogging, so hopefully this will give me some accountability. You guys can keep me accountable to get the blog posts out every week. The plan will be to publish a post on Thursday or Friday night and release the podcast uh, sometime over the weekend, so you'll have it ready and waiting for you on Monday morning for your commute back into work. Along the, w- the way, I'm going to ask for some feedback, especially since this will be an experiment to see how well this podcast works. So you can give me some feedback by emailing me at podcast at illustratedagile.com. That's podcast at illustratedagile.com. And if we get some momentum and it's resonating with folks, we could certainly keep it going beyond those four weeks. The format of the podcast's will be informal and unscripted and short, maybe 10 minutes long. So uh, hopefully it'll be just short enough for you to just get a little bit of a insight into the experiences that I'm going through along my coaching journey and maybe just get a few more personal touches um, beyond just what you might read in the blog. So this week's blog is titled The Togetherness of Agile, And the seeds of this post originated when I was in South Africa last year. In fact, I looked at the timestamp for when I created the first entry into Evernote, which is the tool that I use to write all my blogs. And it was dated last year, 2015, on August 7th. And all I put at that time was the title and one word, and that word was Ubuntu. And if you've read the the blog post, you know that's kind of the, the central theme to the blog is this sense of togetherness. And that's something I certainly felt while I was in South Africa. And even though it was just a short time, I didn't get to to spend a tremendous amount of time there. I could certainly feel uh, just a little glimpse of what that was. But that was it. That's all I had in this blog post for a long time was just that title and the word. And I knew, you know, it was kind of processing in my mind for quite a while. Um, but it just sat there and maybe I'll just quick sidetrack and let you know how I kind of pick topics and and write some of my blogs. Um, and I'm sure this will be an example of, of how not to do things, but in Evernote, I've got a folder called active blogging. And whenever a blog title kind of pops in my mind or a topic kind of resonates, or I hear somebody say something that's, uh, I'll think, boy, that'll be a great blog post title. I'll just blast it into, uh, this Evernote folder called active blogging. Then when I have time, I'll go back and scan all the titles that I've got. And if something resonates with me or if I have new experiences around that topic, I'll add a few sentences or paragraphs to a a couple posts at a time. Eventually, one of those posts starts looking like a real post, starts getting getting a a little bit of of meat to it. And I'll spend some time just to polish it up, uh, add some more details, do a little bit more research and go ahead and publish it. But the problem with this, as you could you could probably tell, is I've got about 30 to 40 of these posts, and that list is growing, all in different states of completeness. And I'll get stuck kind of dabbling in many posts instead of getting uh, getting them finished on a regular cadence. That's probably what happened to me over this past summer. 
uh, as I've, I've been dabbling in many, many, uh, many of these posts. So the good news is uh, three of these posts are getting really close to being a finished product. So three more of them. So F beyond the one that uh, I just published, the, the one that we're going to be talking about uh, during this podcast. So I'll certainly have enough material to cover over these next three weeks as we experiment with this, with this podcast. So we'll certainly have something to talk about. Okay, so back to this post. While it certainly started in South Africa and there's something special about that place, it'll always have a place in my heart for sure. I've been telling people that uh, we need to find a way to bottle what they have and kind of bring bring it here. That's kind of that sense of togetherness, that Ubuntu that, uh, that we've been talking about. But uh, it was shortly after I came home. I think the article was actually published in September of 2015, the article that I have in the post called The, the New Kid. And uh, I just copied that link then and I put it in the post. So now all I had in the post was the title, the word Ubuntu, and this URL uh, by the end of, uh, end of 2015. But uh, that post was just perfect because um, I knew, so I knew it would have a place somewhere in, in this post when, uh, when it came time to kind of bring it all together. Because it's just, um, we need to start right from the beginning. When people first walk in the doors, they need to know that this is going to be different. That whatever has happened to them in the past, whatever uh, behaviors a, a poor leader has uh, inflicted on folks or, or uh, systems that have been dysfunctional and has, caused, and has caused them to lose hope, and what's really possible when they show up every day to work, we need to make sure that it's going to be different when they show up at, uh, at the places that we're, we're working with. And so that blog post was perfect. And those words, uh, we need you, just resonated with me so strongly. And I started using it all throughout this year. Anytime somebody, somebody's new, uh, new is here, uh, kind of shows up at the door, I just say, we need you. And this is, uh, this is uh, a place where of, of importance for you. So just starting from the very beginning uh, and saying those words, and now even just saying them to people who've been there for a while, just, just try that for a little bit and, and look at the surprised faces that, uh, that you'll get throughout the day. So uh, that, uh, those words are, are quite powerful. Uh, another key point in the blog, this concept of, of being somewhat sacrificial losing some of your own self-interest I know is hard and uh, probably maybe even somewhat controversial. Um, it's, uh, we're in an age where it seems like uh, it's all, all about us. Um, but uh, I learned very quickly in South Africa that people were willing to sacrifice. I was invited to barbecues at someone's house I'd never met before. They were willing to drive multiple hours out of their way to come and pick me up and bring me there. There was offers to take me to the airport, multiple hours of their time that they would not have to do. I was a complete stranger. Um, people would take multiple hours out of a Sunday afternoon just to take me kind of exploring and, and sightseeing when they absolutely didn't have to do that. And I started asking myself, you know, would would I do that? Am, am I that unselfish? And embarrassingly, you know, I had a tough time answering that. So I really decided to work on this and, and block off my calendar and set reminders to write little notes and just to invest in people because I, I believe it's all about habits. And um, so changing our, our old ways, especially as, as adults, sometimes that's hard to do. So uh, I'm a big believer in just putting reminders uh, all over the place. And so little notices pop up on my phone and my computer and so um, that's 
pretty much how I I change my habits is just through constant reminders. I wish it was as easy as just flipping a switch and all of a sudden we were uh, we were what we want to become, but uh, that's usually not how it works. But it ends up being kind of crazy how that whole giving and, and being sacrificial works. While others receive the benefits, we are often the ones that feel it the most. And the more we give, the kind of the stronger, the long-lasting bonds start to, to start to develop. I believe that the DNA of that togetherness that this post is all is is talking about that Ubuntu starts with being sacrificial and starts with being giving. And uh, when that happens, and multiple humans start doing that together in a in a larger group, it's crazy, kind of what uh, what can happen. You know, quick story. We had some interns show up this past summer and join a agile team I was working with. And but the the agile team just kind of started as well, so they're all kind of new to this. But the team members uh, fully invested in them. Uh, I can't begin to tell you how many times you know, senior developers were huddled, huddled around one computer with the interns and they were working on things together. And um, I was really proud of that. It's one of those Mr. Miyagi smiles that uh, by the time they left, they uh, they were fully immersed in the team. I think initially they were probably a bit skeptical about this whole agile thing. But as they left, they uh, you could tell they were they had a really cool experience with that. And in fact, uh, we've heard, I've had, I've seen pictures, they've been sending some pictures around that the interns now use agile for their schoolwork. Uh, so they show their, their task wall with their, their stories and the tasks that they're moving just to kind of manage their, their schoolwork. So I thought that was really cool. Some of this goes back to the, the post that I had done previously. I think it was actually in April that talks about how to measure impact, uh, of, uh, of an agile coach. And, uh, so we really w- won't know the success of our of what we're doing over the short term like you you can't use short-term metrics or or agile maturity models to to gauge how successful you're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna know our impact our kind of the 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 long-lasting bonds that we've developed based on the growth of those that we've invested in so we'll know we've been successful when we see where these interns ended up. We'll know we're successful when we see uh, a project manager who's become a scrum master who now, you know, three years from now becomes an agile coach or anything, any, anything else, but uh, is fully uh, has fully grown into what they can actually what they can actually become. And so. Uh, it's really hard to measure that, obviously, but um, I often look back at the folks that uh, that I've worked with, and uh, it's fun to see where they have ended up. The last point of the blog is is you know once your culture has started to change, it requires vigilance. You know, we are really good at creating fragile organizations, and the first time a challenge comes up or a bit of uh, poor behavior or or, or, or uh, status quo comes back in. Uh, all of a sudden, every, all the work that we've done can be just gone in a, in a flash. And I've I've seen it over and over again. I've I've received calls from companies that uh, that have said they've gone agile, and now you know something doesn't feel right anymore. So it can go uh, very very quickly. So it's just important to find your anchors. Like, what do we? What are our our, our non-negotiable behaviors? What are the things that uh, we will not tolerate? 
and it's important just to hold each other accountable to the uh, accountable to those and that happens when we have those those long lasting bonds and we have those relationships and we feel comfortable sharing things with people uh, and they know that uh, it's not our self interest that's giving them feedback or giving them input it is because we care about them and we want them to grow and and hopefully folks will do the same for us so that was a bit of a behind the scenes look into the post, the togetherness of Agile, maybe more than you bargained for, maybe not. But if you enjoyed it, please tell a friend, forward it on, um, or do a review on iTunes or wherever you uh, listen to your podcasts. If you didn't enjoy it, uh, certainly tell me why. You could send me an email at uh, podcast at illustratedagile.com. So next week, we'll cover probably my most personal post to date, when I'll write and talk about the lessons uh, I'm learning as an Agile coach. I'm kind of stealing from my own technique. I I have been doing a lot of leadership coaching uh, for companies that are are trying to to go to Agile. And one of the things I ask those leaders to do is to share their own development plan with those who report to them. And sometimes uh, I get some strange looks, but uh, the empathy and the connection that begins to form when we just realize that uh, we're all a bit screwed up and we're all working on things and we're all developing uh, and we're all human. And uh, so I'm just going to eat a little bit of my own dog food and I'm going to share with you uh, essentially my development plan. So I'll give you all the things that uh, I've been working on. I think there's four or five very specific things that... uh, that uh, I'm working on. So I will share that with you next week. All right. In closing, let me leave you with this bit of encouragement to go beyond the mechanics of Agile, go beyond your certifications that you're obtaining or already have. All those are good things. Knowledge is good, but take them and use them as a springboard to become a catalyst. Be one of the ingredients needed to cause a positive reaction in your company. You ever see a science experiment, you have one ingredient and then you put another ingredient in and nothing happens, but then you put a third ingredient in and you have sparks and flames and smoke. Be that third ingredient. Be the one to cause positive change in your company. You could do it. More than anything, take a moment to tell someone how much you need them this week. Until next week, this is the Illustrative Agile Podcast. Podcast.